And now it's time to welcome our traveling correspondent, comedian Tom Papa, in a segment we call Out in America. Thank you, Chris. On behalf of Live From Here, I continue my journey across the country, shining a light on all the good people in America. This week, I put on my seersucker suit and jumped on a Mississippi riverboat headed for St. Louis, Missouri. Despite intense thunderstorms that rolled through town, the week turned hot and muggy. The kind of muggy that makes you think about selling your house and moving north before August arrives. The gift I received from St. Louis was a head full of allergies. All week I walked around like I had a wet paper towel draped over my eyes, and all my energy drained from my body through the water spout that was my nose. The beautiful spring trees are busting with new green leaves, but knowing that they were spewing pollen at my face, all I wanted was a chainsaw. <laughs> Have you ever been disgusted by the guy who blows his nose like a clown in public and then realized you are that guy? I have. When you're having an allergy attack, it's amazing what you'll use as a tissue, isn't it? I'll use anything. A boarding pass, a coaster, even the paper from a plastic straw. It's the only time I'm happy that the receipt from the supermarket is a mile long. I started off downtown at a coffee shop looking for a dark roasted coffee and a lightly baked croissant and a handful of napkins. There was an older gentleman going from table to table flirting with the customers. It turned out he was the owner, and picking up women is the reason he bought the shop in the first place. He said, where else am I going to meet women my age? They only come out during the day, so I have to try and catch them while it's still light out. And the best part is that if we end up sleeping together, it means a nice long afternoon nap. The coffee shop was filled with people sitting at their makeshift workstations. They all had on headphones and were staring at their laptops and their smartphones like they too were just another plugged-in accessory. It made me sad to see all these people ignoring each other in, the, in favor of their devices. Didn't they realize they were slaves to technology? I wondered how many hours does the average person waste on their phone each day? I pulled out my iPhone to Google it. But when I activated my phone, I forgot why I opened it in the first place. So I started scrolling through Instagram for no reason. I did this as I always do, until I hated everyone in my life. What are we doing to ourselves with this social media? It never makes me feel better. I never get off Instagram or Facebook and think, wow, good for everyone. Because my phone apparently eavesdrops on all my conversations, it overheard me saying that I'd never been to Bush Stadium before. It sent me an alert that told me not only that the Cardinals were playing, but it opened a link to a ticket site. Have you ever been creeped out that your phone was spying on you, but at the same time felt oddly cared for? <laughs> I have. As luck would have it, the Cards were playing a doubleheader against the Kansas City Royals. The first game was already underway, so I figured I'd mix in among the fans and try and score a ticket for the late game. I slipped into a bar called Patio's. It's, it smelled like grilled sausages and was filled with all the beer-soaked baseball fans you'd ever want to meet. There was a father with his son-in-law going to their first game together. 
a young couple toasting that they'd gotten engaged at the stadium a year ago, and a bunch of drunk guys who skipped out on work but were still in their business khakis and their ties that occasionally dunked into their beers. As the bartender put it, St. Louis is a beer-drinking town with a baseball problem. <laughs> My favorite was an old lady covered in so many pins and patches that she looked like the team mascot. Despite the heat, her lipstick matched the cardinal that sat on top of her knitted hat. Her name was Val, and she was sitting at her favorite spot at the end of the bar. She said she's been a fan for years, but only started coming to the stadium after her husband passed away. Not because she missed him, but because he was a Cubs fan. She said, we're off to a slow start, but I'm hopeful we'll get something going. I asked her how the team was doing. She said, I'm not talking about the team, sugar. I'm talking about you and me. <laughs> I sneezed so hard, her buttons jingled. She said, I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> by the middle of the third inning, the cards were down by seven runs. Val said, follow me. She downed the rest of her beer and we walked to the entrance where some discouraged fans were already leaving the stadium. Someone came up and handed us their two tickets. Val said, you see that? Sometimes being old and adorable is like having a superpower. <laughs> it was baseball heaven. The seats were amazing, right on the first base side. It's such a great ballpark. The field is a brighter green than I've ever seen. The red brick seems to have all of baseball's history baked into its walls. A vendor recognized Val and gave us two free hot dogs. Another recognized her and gave us two free beers. She leaned over and said, so Tom, how does it feel having a sugar mama? <laughs> Have you ever kissed a senior citizen on the kiss cam at Bush Stadium just so she would? <laughs> just so she would hook you up with tickets to the night game of a double header? I have. Thank you, St. Louis. And until next time, this has been Tom Papa out in America. Thank you.